Well, hello, everyone. My name is David Apple, head of the SaaS and software vertical here at Sage Intech and host of this amazing podcast, the Modern SaaS Finance Podcast that we created for you, you, you and your peers, CFOs, controllers, FP&A, RevOps, other members of the finance community, and fast growth SaaS firms. We discuss subscription usage, billing models, RevRec, SaaS metrics, forecasting, all the other key functions on driving the cash flow and the trajectory on a firm and its path to IPO. Joining me today is a, just a wonderful acquaintance, uh, Tejo Koti, the CEO of Airbase. Tejo and I have known each other a long time. They're amazing partners of ours. And as the expense space uh, is so critical, particularly now, with what's happening in the, the markets and people really want to stay on top of cash flow. I thought Tejo would have some amazing insights that he brings as how he's developed the company and trying to understand what people need and build a great uh, product that supports people in doing that. So Tejo, would you just kick it off from there? Tell everyone a little bit about you and the company. So uh, first of all, David, thank you for uh, having me. And uh, as you mentioned, you know, I'm, I'm uh, the CEO of a company called Airbase, and we are a uh, spend management platform, primarily focused on mid-market and early enterprise uh, businesses. Much like you know, Intact is, is kind of also focused on, on uh, that segment. And you know, spend management has been a category in, in the enterprise segment for a while, but it hasn't really been a category in the small and mid-market uh, segments. And you know, if you look at how non-payroll spending happens uh, in, in the small and mid-market segments, companies typically have many different systems, right? So they have a corporate card that they sign up for. They have an AP bill payments system. They have an expense reimbursements product. And, and they're all kind of different products. And as you scale and grow and you become a mid-market business, you uh, have yet uh, you know, other processes for requests and approvals like uh, you know, happening with Slack or email or ticketing systems. And in general, you end up with half a dozen different systems. Uh, <laughs> workflows happen, right? So all the different workflows are happening in all these systems, the payments are happening in all these different systems. They have a death by a thousand cuts, right? And, uh, and every persona in the business that ultimately is involved in spending money, which is pretty much every employee in, in some shape or form, the pain that they have to deal with when you have a system like that is, is uh, uh, you know, in different, right? Finance and accounting people have to deal with reconciling many different systems, lots of manual effort in, in uh, you know, downloading transactions, recording them in the GL, uh, and tr tracing the flow of money and reconciling it across many different systems. Uh, and, and if you're an employee, you have to deal with many systems to go in and request spend. If you're a manager, approving spend, same thing, different systems for approvals, different systems for visibility into where you're spending the money, on and on. So pretty much every single persona uh, you know, has that uh, challenge. And uh, ultimately, in my view, spend management and how a business spends money you know, it is a collaboration problem, right? Because many different people are involved in the process of collaborating around how money is spent, uh, but the workflows of how the collaboration happens, how the request happens, approval happens, how the backing information like receipts and categorization is collected, uh, how it's all synced to the GL, how the payments happen. You know, it's just a workflow at the end of the day, and uh, it is extremely fragmented and, and living in silos. And that's pretty much what we solve. And, and uh, in my view, uh, you know, we call that, uh, the spend management category and and uh, i'd like to think we've been one of the early companies that have brought that approach uh, to the market and uh, 
you know, we we uh, continue to grow well, and, and there's obviously a lot of uh, interest in that approach. And my view is that over the next five, six, seven, eight years, it's going to be the default approach, right? But uh, mm-hmm. let's see how it how it goes. Uh, we're going to go there. We're going to talk about the futures in the moment. But what an amazing inspiration for doing it for you, those of you listening. I'm sure you probably empathize with how you're trying to do this and everything's all over the place because that's that central premise frankly that we found from our many interviews people want everything in one place so they can consolidate have compliance and then uh, pull it all together a lot faster and then report against it with a lot better insight so but like what are the biggest problems folks have in managing costs look today especially in this macroeconomic climate uh yeah it's uh control is super important right and so we hear from our customers for example uh, I was speaking with one of them recently and, uh, you know, he basically said, my CEO wanted to know exactly what our spend profile is, what we're spending money on, how we're spending money. And I don't know how I would have been able to answer that question if I didn't have Airbase and if I didn't have the ability to go into one place, uh, irrespective of whether it's card spend and ACH or check payments or reimbursements and how do you go into one place and get that answer? It's, it's impossible, right? And so, uh, you know, in this environment, getting that control and also on the front end, right? So this is what I heard from another customer. What they they basically did was because of the robust kind of request approval workflows that they uh, that we offer, they basically added themselves as a controller. I think it was the CFO. I think it was the CFO of the company. They added themselves in one place into the approval chain. Uh, across the board for all spending above a certain amount and then no spending now happens in the company without the CFO signing off on it, right? And that was done in like one minute, right? And so yeah. they have a lot more control now <laughs> over every dollar that leaves the business above a certain dollar threshold across the board. It doesn't matter if the spend is happening on cards or, uh, uh, you know, bill payments, ACA check payments, employee reimbursements, uh, and, and that's the kind of benefit you, you bring to the table when you consolidate, when you bring everything into a single cohesive end-to-end workflow. And uh, that's kind of the big benefit, right? Well, I think, again, for you, our listener, it so resonates with me on do two things. Put compliance in place. And then second, make it easier to ingest the transaction that then will go route through the approval process you need. So you alluded to this earlier. Where's the puck going? Like you said, five years from now, everyone's going to do it this way. Where's the puck going in managing expenses? So the progressive people listening to us can say like, all right, here's, I want to get ahead of this curve. Here's the changes I want to make in my company. Yeah, look, I, I don't think I'd be able to wake up, David, every morning and do what I do if I didn't strongly believe that five years from now, 10 years from now, controllers and CFOs, when they're thinking about their financial operations around how they spend money, all of the non-payroll dollars specifically, they're going to want consolidation. They will want everything in a single system. I don't think after they see uh, something like an Airbase or maybe even alternatives uh, like Airbase uh, in the market, they're going to look at that and then go, but no, I, I prefer having half a dozen different systems. That's the better way of doing things. And I will kind of stick with that. I just don't see that happening, just given how much better the overall experience is uh, when you bring everything together under one kind of pane of glass, end to end. From the moment an employee thinks, I want to spend money, how's it requested? How <laughs> the payments happen? How do all the accounting operations and sync to the jail happens? 
real-time reporting around how the spend is happening, avoiding a whole bunch of back and forth between the finance and accounting teams and the rest of the team, on and on and on. There's just too many benefits to just doing it uh, that way by also embedding workflows and payments together uh, in the same platform. And uh, so I think where the puck is going is how, and the, and the market expectation clearly is shifting towards bringing all of these elements together uh, into a single system. And of course, there's, there's a lot more to financial operations than just spend management, but uh, the way you spend money, uh, that is a foundational business process, right? Every, every business spends money and you know, a lot of people in the business are involved in the process of spending money. So it is a very important aspect of financial operations and uh, one that is kind of just moving towards consolidation into a, a kind of a single platform, right? Yeah. Yeah, I smiled to myself as you said that about it. as soon as an employee thinks about spending money, the answer is no. <laughs> but you put a process in place where it can be a lot more fluid so people can spend money smartly. And, you know, for, for our listener, what's some best practices on building an expense policy? So they're going to automate that. But what, what should go into the process with the, with the policy? Yeah, you know, I think historically, if you look at, um, you know, the, the way a lot of uh, controllers and CFOs have had to approach this problem, uh, it has either been deliver a good experience to employees uh, and, and which has meant have no control, right? Which isn't acceptable to controllers and, mm-hmm. and they fall. Mm-hmm. But adding control to the process has meant introduce pain, right? So introduce friction, introduce pain and, and you know make it as hard as possible to spend money. Uh, but I, I think those are that's a false choice, right? And uh, the way the approach we have always taken is hey, how do you kind of, uh, um, you know, have a workflow in place and the right controls in place uh, that meet the needs of the controller and the CFO as far as they are concerned while getting out of the way of the employees and just spending the money and doing their work uh, without adding a bunch of friction uh, to them. So how do you deliver a great experience uh, to the team while at the same time getting the control that as a controller and a CFO uh, you want and it is your kind of duty at some level to uh, uh, kind of enforce on the business as a whole, right? And so that's the approach that we have taken that it doesn't have to be an either or, it doesn't have to be that false choice of either have no control or have control, but with a terrible experience for employees. And uh, that's that's kind of uh, been our approach, right? Anything sp- particular is a best practice to go into a policy? I am, I'm with you on the principles of fr- as friction-free, but as clear as possible. Any other suggestions you'd make? Yeah, so, you know, my, uh, the one big suggestion I would make uh, when, when defining an expense policy is make sure that the tool that you pick can codify your policy as completely as possible, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, it, it isn't useful, because let's be honest, most employees are not going to care about your multi-page expense policy as much as something they wake up in the morning. Oh, that's so true. Yeah, it's not something that they wake up in the morning and think about, uh, you know, and, and care about as much. Uh, it is an annoyance at best that they have to deal with. And so the easier you make it for uh, employees to just do the right thing by default, because the system you are using, the workflows you are using, allow you to codify your policy and just guides them through the right process, uh, you know, the higher the chances that employees will ultimately live up to the expense policy that you have defined. But if you ultimately have, uh, you know, your policy living, you know, in a document 
that people have to read and remember. It is enforced in you know, three, four, five different tools in different ways. Uh, you know, you're, you're the chances that you are going to enforce that policy is just way, way uh, lower, right? And that's kind of uh, an important thing that I would uh, hopefully have uh, people take away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it's really clear and it's really insightful, and it's I think illuminating probably for some of our folks listening as they just try to think about how to do this because the board sure cares about where expenses are and how much cash you have and the runway and the faster you can get your arms around it and pull it all together, the better off you're going to be. Uh, how may I ask, how is the partnership going with Sage Intact? That's great. I think, uh, like I said, we are a mid market focused company and uh, uh, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that is where the bulk of the intact customer base is also. And, uh, you know, that, so that makes it a natural partnership for us, right? And uh, we love working with Sage Intact customers. And when they are thinking of having a more robust ERP system, uh, you know, Intact is always, uh, you know, being considered. And I, you know, if they are- And winning, yeah, and winning. 100%, absolutely. And so if, if they are uh, considering <clears throat> Intact and implementing Intact successfully, they have all the standard challenges and problems of uh, spend management, right? And, uh, you know, having multiple siloed systems and the complexity that comes with that, the challenges with close, the additional manual effort, uh, you know, the real-time, lack of real-time visibility into spend across the business, on and on and on. Like all the challenges that you want to solve from a spend management perspective, uh, the business has if they're considering Intact. So it makes it an especially good kind of partnership with us. We have a strong integration with uh, Intact that we continue to, inter you know, enhance and work on uh, and, and continue to invest in, and it's been fantastic working with uh, you know both you and the intact larger intact team uh, you know over the prior years and hopefully for many more years to come. Well, thank you. I, I always say all great alliances solve either a product gap or a distribution gap or both, so that the end customer wins by having a more complete solution and an easier friction-free way of bringing it on to bring the value to their customers and their employees and their investors and. And I think the track record for what we've been able to build together uh, speaks for itself. Uh, any final thoughts as we wrap? Oh, I should say one thing, by the way. I need to, I forgot one thing. We do start, small companies bias, medium companies bias, large companies bias. I added up, we had $67 billion in market capitalization from IPOs on us and over uh, a portion of last year. So it's a, it's a broad range of folks that are, been able to leverage the power of what we do and we value you being part of it so any final thoughts as we're wrapping up Tejo? no look i would encourage uh, uh, all controllers and cfos to ask themselves uh, especially as we're going into what is a difficult macroeconomic situation which will probably last this way for you know a good year or two we'll see i, I don't have a crystal ball but all indications are that it's going to be hard uh, I think uh, it's a good idea for everyone to ask themselves, how do you automate more? How do you get more control? How do you kind of have answers to questions like cash flow, where you're spending, how you're spending handy uh, at your fingertips? Uh, and and uh, that's going to be important, right? And so having the right technology in place, our systems in place, and having you know, tools like Airbase and Intact talking to each other to automate away as much of the work as possible so that you don't have to kind of have people uh, doing manual work uh, to get to the end result, those things are going to be more and more important. And and uh, hopefully both uh, Intact and Airbase gets a chance to solve that problem and need 
for your listeners uh, if possible. Well, thank you. And for all of you listening, thanks as always for joining these. And thank you, Tejo, for um, just all these amazing insights to give people some, in, um, some, some visibility as to how to think about this. And so for you, our listener, you know, this, these are one-time events for us, and I love this series, but you can join the community where you can be enmeshed in this all the time. So just simply go to bit.ly slash modern SaaS finance, where you're a huge community of peers in a giant Slack group helping each other out. And we talk all things about fundraising, business models, investor metrics, and how to build a great team. And if you wish, enjoyed yourself today, subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date with future episodes because we're available on all the major streaming platforms. To you, our listener, thank you. Tejo, thank you. Everybody, please have a great day. Thank you for having me, David.